Welcome to the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Kennedy, and I'm here to help you become the very best version of yourself. What's up, guys? Welcome back to this week's episode of the show. Thank you so much for joining me today. I know you're going to take some tremendous value out of what our guest today has to say, David Meltzer. He's someone who's inspired me. I mean, he's been to the highest of the highs and the lowest of the lows in his life. Um, he's got an incredible story, you know, and on the other side of that, he's become out uh, an, an exceptional person who has so much to offer the world. And I'm really appreciative of his time um, on today's episode. For So for everyone who does take some value away from today's show, please do take a screenshot of this episode and post it up on Instagram story for me. Um, tag myself. Tag Dave, I'll have um, the link to his socials in the show notes below. I'd love to really let him know how appreciative we are of the value he had to offer in today's episode. Um, as I said, I take you know tremendous value from him and his story and, and the person that he is and the values that he has. Um, for those of you who don't know who David is, David is he is the co-founder of Sports One Marketing and uh, formerly served as a CEO of the renowned Lee Steinberg Sports and Entertainment Agency, which was the inspiration for the movie Jerry Maguire, for anyone who has seen that one. He's a three-time international best-selling author. I mean, what he has to say in his journey and his story is just so inspiring that um, you know I'm so glad that he's sharing it with the world. He's a top 100 business coach. He's the executive producer of Entrepreneur's number one digital business show, Elevator Pitch, for those who have seen that one. He's also the host of a very successful business podcast called Playbook. His newest book, Game Time Decision Making, was number one release. He's been recognized all across the world for what he does and the value he has to offer. And I thoroughly enjoyed today's chat, guys, and I know you will as well. So like I said, please do show him some love. I'd love to hear some feedback on today's episode and i really do hope you guys enjoy make sure you get out a pen and a piece of paper and take some notes or at least go back and listen to this episode again um, so you can take as much value away for, as possible from um, today's show and again thank you so much for tuning in and before we get into it i would like to thank the sponsor of today's episode and that is ehp labs for those of you who haven't used any of their products before i would highly recommend it you know some of their products such as the OxyWay, which is a, a whey protein the Oxy Shred, which is a fat burner, which is two supplements that I use on a daily basis, even things like their creatine, their amino acids. They all taste amazing. They're very high-quality products, and it's definitely a company that I believe in and who has also believed in me since early days in the health and fitness industry. So I'd love for you to go and show them some love. And you can get a discount on their Australian site using the code DJK10. That'll give you a 10% discount. Um, you can try the supplements out for yourself. So a big thank you to EHP Labs for sponsoring today's episode. David Meltzer, welcome to the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast, mate. It's an absolute pleasure to have you on. Um, this is an awesome, awesome interview for me, for me, and I just wanted to express my gratitude before we get started on today's chat. Oh, I wanted to thank you for providing your platform. You know, I'm on a mission to empower over a billion people to be happy, and fitness and wellness is one of the key elements. It's the priority for me. I give a minimum of an hour a day on my health every single day, which includes fitness and the wellness of mindset, heart set, and the conscious uh, continuum that I live in. So thank you, Dan. I appreciate the opportunity. My pleasure, mate. Um, and, you know, touching on, on that mental and physical wellness, you said you mentioned, you mentioned sorry, that you, you give an hour to your health each day. How much of an impact do you, do you feel that has on your mental health and your productivity and your capacity to go out and do the work that's necessary for you to, to continue to move forward by adding in that hour of physical wellness each day? 
Well, first it's a minimum of an hour. So I always awesome. work with minimums. I don't like to limit myself. Uh, and, and that all quantitative results, times, distance, whatever man-made constructs there are. But even furthermore, I think it has the most significant of all the things that I'm committed to. I call them non-negotiables. I used to prioritize things in my life. I have two routines, a set routine, but then an adaptable routine, which is really, I think, a humble perspective that if you wanna make God laugh, come up with a well-developed plan or routine. Uh, so you need to have an adaptable routine. Well, in the past, my adaptable routine was number one, my family, number two, activity I got paid for, and then three, my health. Well, the problem that I realized as I got into my 40s was that if you prioritize your family and your activity you get paid for, there's very rarely any time for your health. It sounds good yeah. in theory. Yeah. It sounds good in theory. But you know, you have a choice when you prioritize your family to hang out with your 10-year-old son uh, compared to you know, going to run three and a half miles or to focus in on what you're eating or you know, other things that are very stretching and balance and mental meditation, the things that I do. It doesn't work. So for me, the number one priority is my health and wellness, my fitness, a minimum of an hour a day, because I can't give what I don't have. And if I don't yeah. take care of myself, all those other things, family, activity I get paid for, every single, every single other thing suffers. And so it is the most important. That's why this is such an important platform, why you're so important to me, because I'm looking for a thousand people like you that I know will empower a thousand people in their lifetime to empower another thousand simply to prioritize their non-negotiables in the correct manner to create abundance by being happy. And the number one thing, remember this about what you do, Dan. People that don't listen to Dan, listen, I will tell you, people that don't listen to Dan if you listen to Dan, you're healthy. And that means what? You get a thousand wishes a day. A thousand wishes a day if you're healthy. If you're unhealthy and you don't listen to Dan, you only get one wish. And you know what that wish is if you're unhealthy. A thousand wishes versus one wish. And that's specific wish. So this is why your platform is so important. That's awesome. Man. It's incredible. And saying that you put such a priority on your health and fitness. And as you said, that carryover goes into all other aspects of life. Does that mean for you that that's something that gets done first thing in the morning or it's, yeah, it, it, that's a great question. So I'm glad you asked because it actually, my tomorrow starts today. So okay. I don't hear to the man-made constructs of time, distance, uh, space. So for me, just because a calendar says that February so-and-so is tomorrow, my tomorrow starts today, 9 p.m. Every night is the my tomorrow. 9 p.m. I start an unwinding routine that sets me up for recovery, to connect to subconsciously and unconsciously, sleeping, uh, and it's both a physical recovery, but it's a mental acceleration. Then the first thing in the morning uh, from my day that starts at 9 p.m., I meditate. So I find a baseline, my highest self, then 10 minutes to get ready and I start the physical exercise. But during the meditation, I'm already preparing myself. Uh, and the night before, I'm a student of my calendar in that one winding routine to set myself up to make sure I'm eating correctly, resting correctly, I'm exercising correctly. Because here's my philosophy, Dan. I'm already everything that I wanna be. So instead of saying I have to go out and get it, I say, yeah. What is it? I am healthy. Therefore, what is it that's interfering with my health? Am I not getting enough sleep? Am, is it what I'm putting in my body? Am I not moving enough? 
Am I moving in the wrong direction? What interferes with my health? Not going out and getting health. I already have health, wealth, and happiness. I just look to see what interferes with those three things. What's in the way? Yeah, I love that. And you mentioned the meditation. Uh, I'm very much the same. I've just spent, you know, it's just after 4.30 a.m. here. So I've just spent the last kind of 10 to 15 minutes um, doing some meditating and setting some intentions of how I want this this chat to go and a conversation to go and the value we can, we can provide the audience. Um, and I, I love that. I love getting into the right headspace. And one of the topics I wanted to touch on is, you know, you mentioned you're in your 40s now. Like, I, I wonder what your value is on on money now in your 40s compared to what it was when you first came out of college, um, you know, in the early days. And then I wouldn't mind pairing on top of that now, like what your value on health and fitness was back then compared to what it is now. Great questions. Uh, number one, you gave me the greatest compliment you could. You made my day. I'm 53 years old. So anyone that thinks oh, I man, look how good is that? Uh, so it's working, right? It's working. I got away with the 40s. Um, so number one, uh, and I made that joke. So the question was twofold. The first was, can you give me the question again. I'm sorry. Your value on, on money now compared to yeah, what it was money when you first started. Before. Yeah. yeah. So mo- money to me, I grew up broke single mom, six kids. My mom actually packed my dinner in a paper bag and worked two jobs. So I just wanted to be rich. Money was the most important thing growing up. The most important thing it defined me. Money bought love and happiness. And it reaffirmed itself as I was a millionaire nine months out of law school, sold the first company I worked with, 3.4 billion, went to the Silicon Valley, became the CEO of the world's first smartphone, multi-millionaire by 30, you could buy anything I ever wanted everything reaffirmed that money by love and happiness. But then there was a shift in that paradigm. Now that I'm over 50, I used to believe the more I give, the more I receive. Based still on those non-negotiables that I can't give what I don't have, I've shifted my paradigm. Money doesn't buy happiness or love anymore in my life, but it allows me to shop. And the problem isn't the money. The problem was I was shopping for the wrong things. When I was very young, I lived in the world of not enough. As a victim, everything happened to me. Then I made money. I was a millionaire in my 20s. I bought things I didn't need to be happy. I bought more things to be happy, different things to be happy. I bought things to impress other people to be happy. I even bought things to impress people I didn't like to be happy. (laughs) And what I learned was instead of living in the world of just enough that was for me, buying things I didn't need to impress people I didn't like, I shifted into a world of abundance more than enough. And through that meditation that I do and other practices of wellness and health and fitness, I've been able to realize that everything comes through me, not for me or to me, and that money doesn't buy love or happiness, but it allows me to shop. And if I shop for the right things that come through me to give my life away with appreciation, my gratitude, and my values to give away to other people, I'll be extremely happy, healthy, wealthy, and fit. And then finally, you asked about my uh, attitude towards fitness and health. I took it for granted. I think it's very difficult for anyone in their 20s, uh, teens or 20s, to appreciate uh, their health. Mm. Uh, It's just because it aggregates the same way that compound interest aggregates your money, your health aggregates by the exercise you do, the nutrition you keep, the mindset that you have. It aggregates, but you can't see it until you're 30, 35, or 40, when all of a sudden you were that kid that said, I'll never gain weight, and you got a big 15-pound stomach hanging off of <laughs> your belt, uh, because it's aggregated. Because yeah. with aggregation of health, and wealth, by the way, 
you don't get to 25% of the way there until 90% of the time. So let's say it takes 20 years to yep. get to, to double your weight. Okay, think about this. If you gain, and some people do, so they're 20 years old, they weigh 150 pounds. By 40, they weigh 300 pounds. Here's the thing about that. It won't take them until they're 38 years old, literally 90% of the time to get to 25% of that weight difference. So at 38, they may be only from, you know, 150 pounds, they may be only a 200 pounds, but then, right, it, it goes yeah, yeah. to 50%. Now you're at 250, then it goes all the way to 300 the next year. So it aggregates on itself. So for me, taking for granted my health, I literally told my dad, I, I, I had to eat at midnight when I played college football just to keep my weight. And by the time I was 35, yeah. <laughs> I could look at food and gain weight because I created the wrong habits, the wrong disciplines, and the wrong mindset to health and wealth and fitness. I couldn't agree more. That's that's fantastic. And your values, what regardless of what industry you know the audience is is in at the moment, those who are listening, I mean, every, anyone can take a lot of value from what you have to say. And and I will have links to some other interviews you've done in the show notes below because I've just taken tremendous amounts of value out of listening to you um, over and over again. But what do you find are some of the the key important values to have as a person? And if you are in business and you've got a company or your own small business, what are the key values that are important to, for not only yourself to be successful, but those around you as well? well? I think it's important, number one, to formulate your own values. I will give you mine, but also your own daily practices yeah. uh, to have that you evolve and change and, and be a hypocrite and learn. But my values are number one, gratitude. Gratitude allows me to find the light, the love, and the lessons for everything. It gives me the right perspective. It gives me the right illusions in order to facilitate my happiness. Gratitude is just saying thank you before you go to bed and wake up. It's the ability to say, you know, instead of why me, try me. It's the ability of saying not I get to do, but I not not I but I but I I'm sorry, not I got to do, but I get to do. Now, mm -hmm. gratitude is extremely important. Number two is forgiveness. The second value that I have, forgiveness is one of those things that you can't give unless you have. So you need to learn to forgive yourself. Forgiveness gives you peace, peace in your relationships, peace in your life, peace in your activities. Forgiveness is extremely important. In fact, if you pursue the ability to forgive the unforgivable, you actually can get the closest to certainty through forgiveness than any other value that you could have. The third one is the value of accountability. Accountability is different than liability. Liability is blame, shame, and justification. 90% of the people on earth live in blame, shame, and justification. Accountability is only two questions that you need to ask. One, what did I do to attract this to myself? And two, what am I supposed to learn from it? Life is about lessons. Lessons keep on coming until you learn them. They result in pain if you haven't learned them. Pain is not a stop sign. Pain is a turn signal. It's an indicator that you have a lesson to learn. It will teach you to turn or move in a better place, a better position, or a better situation. Pain is the turn signal, not the stop sign. And accountability is the key that gives you control of the life car that you're driving. So don't let blame, shame, and justification allow you to accelerate in the wrong direction. Go ahead and use pain as the turn signal of what direction to move. And then finally, 
Inspiration or effective communication is the fourth value. Effective communication says that this world comes through me, that not only am I inspiring and motivating you, motivation gets you up, gets you back up, gets you started, gets you back started. It's a short-term solution, a boost of energy, but inspiration gets you there. And inspiration needs one thing, that is to be uh, and realize that you're connected to the greatest source of light, love, and lessons. You need to effectively communicate which that powerful source you're connected to. Don't try to go over the mountain, through the mountain, around the mountain, oversell the mountain, undersell the mountain, lie to the mountain, cheat to the mountain. Realize you're connected to that which makes the mountain. There is such strength, yeah. power, yeah. and lessons within you. And then allow it to come through you with appreciation, forgiveness, and accountability, adding value to it and giving it away to others through motivation and inspiration you mentioned how pain teaches us lessons and you know for those that know your story and in the intro i did a brief kind of summary of david Meltzer up until this point um, you obviously went through a really tough time through going through bankruptcy after seeing huge success early on and i love the way that you talk about it and the way you kind of word the lessons that you took away from this but for the audience what are some of the the biggest lessons or maybe the number one lesson that you took away from that experience and the person that I guess you, you felt like you were becoming, which you were then able to adapt and change to um, post that? The biggest lesson I learned is radical humility, uh, understanding the practice of ending fear. Uh, I had created through the needs of the ego, all types of void shortages and obstacles, interference between me and my happiness of what I truly wanted. And so for me, the lesson of radical humility reminds me to take inventory of my values every day, personal, experiential, giving and receiving, and not being afraid to tell people I don't know what I don't know, that I've changed my mind, that I've learned lessons, to ask for help, number two, find people who sit in the situation that you want to be in, ask for help, realize that people are not gatekeepers, they're not stopping you from what you want, there's power sponsors and sponsors everywhere, people who are willing to help you. So ask them, do you know anyone that can help me or can you help me yourself? Three, I learned to pay attention to and give intention to the coincidences that I wanted. I stopped focusing in on what other people wanted for me to please them, what I didn't want, what was missing in my life. I started focusing in on what I wanted according to the values. Also, I learned through that radical humility to be present, to do yeah. things now. Ask myself, can I do it now? And if I can, get it done through accountability by prioritizing, prioritizing what's important versus what's urgent, as Roosevelt taught in his matrix. So utilizing the what, the who, the how, and the now, and then practicing ending fear. I live in radical humility. I put radical humility on my nightstand, on my screensavers. I remind myself one simple rule. It's called rule number six. Rule number six states, don't take yourself so seriously. That's incredible. And I mean, I've taken so much away for, from your from your story and the changes you've made. And uh, so something that really sticks with me is just how grateful you are. And you mentioned that's part of your key core values. And I love that. Before we wrap things up, because I am very mindful of your time, what uh, is there someone in particular that's had a, a massive influence on you throughout your journey, um, throughout your career so far, and just in life in general? Well, there is uh, Dr. Wayne Dyer, uh, who passed away a few years ago. Uh, initially, I only knew Wayne Dyer from afar, uh, list, listening and reading to everything he has, in particular, The Power of Intention, which I still listen to every day. I actually work out to The Power of Intention. 
Uh, and then, you know, through that, he's had the biggest impact in changing the way that I look at things so the things that I look at change. I've been blessed because I ran the most notable sports agency to surround myself with the greatest and best, what I call people with the spirit of excellence, hall of famers, millionaires, billionaires, entrepreneurs, celebrities, athletes, entertainers, that all have one common denominator. And that is the desire that they must be what they can be to enjoy the consistent every day, persistent without quit, pursuit of their potential, not somebody else's, not what they don't want or what's missing, but their own potential, what they want according to their what, the who, the how, and the now in practicing any fears we previously discussed. David, we, are, we will wrap that up there, mate. Thank you so much. Uh, I really do appreciate your time today. And I know the audience is going to take away so much value just as I have from listening to you and, and learning from you. So, um, Thanks so much for what you do. And again, thank you for your time. Um, it's so much appreciated and I can speak on behalf of myself and the audience. Um, yeah, we will take a lot of value away from today's conversation. All right, put it in the show notes, david at dmelzer.com. Email me directly. I will give you my books, exercises, guides for free. I got free trainings every Friday, featured the playbook on every single platform, Spotify, Entrepreneur, iTunes, Google. David at dmelzer.com. Check it out in the show notes. Thank you pleasure guys and whoever has tuned into today's episode and taken away some value please do take a screenshot of today's show post it on your social media tag myself tag david we'd love to hear your feedback uh, and we look forward to chatting to you again soon